0: In January of this year, one of the most iconic food and drink spots in the Goleta area, Beachside Bar Cafe, closed its doors after a 37-year run. Santa Barbara County opened up the Goleta Beach location for bidding this summer, which several prospective tenants competed for. The bid ended last month with the county approving a 10-year lease for a new food, drink, and hospitality concept known as Sea Legs Santa Barbara. I sat down with one of the proprietors of the new restaurant, Joe Dees, to talk about his experience in hospitality as well as how Sea Legs as a concept came to be. Hi, thank you so much for joining us. If you could just start off with a brief introduction of yourself.
1: My name is Joe Dees. A lot of people call me Joe Diggs. Diggs is the nickname I actually got at UCSB. from uh, one of my soccer teammates, shout out Aaron McCathey. Attended UCSB starting in 98, played soccer there, lived in IV, had a choice of a bunch of different schools to go for for soccer and shows UCSB based on what I would want to do if I wasn't playing soccer. So had an amazing time there. After I graduated, I uh, started working downtown and uh eventually met my wife who is also a ucsb alumnus then we moved out to uh, the phoenix scottsdale area and started a family and excited to get back and uh, start this new project
0: you kind of touched on it a little bit but tell me about your experience in hospitality here in santa barbara as well as when you moved out there to scottsdale
1: yeah um it's pretty simple my dad cut me off right when we were done and said go get a job right and i wasn't ready for a real quote unquote real gig and I always liked, um, I liked the social aspect of the university. I liked IV, but um, once I turned 21 and started going downtown, I really enjoyed just like whether it was food or drink or like how it worked. And then you realize you can actually make a pretty good living if you're like serving or bartending. I went to Las Vegas a few times and was really impressed by even how young I was, how well they took care of me there. I made some friends on my first and second trip there when I was 21 that I'm still friends with today. And that just shows like the retention, the customer service that a hospitality town like Las Vegas um, uh, offers. But um, I started at Q's, which is now called Backstage on State Street. Worked there for a few years. I worked at Study Hall in Isla Vista for Dan for many years. Um, I worked at O'Malley's downtown which is owned by dan and his partner jimmy as well i worked at college Night at wildcat which is actually where i met my wife and then i i ran tonic before it shut down there on the 600 block and we you know that was three years of like big name djs and big events and bottle service and like kind of like fun more la Las Vegas, New York type of nightlife. And then when uh, my wife, Lindsay, and I moved moved to the Phoenix Scottsdale area, worked at a couple of nightclubs here and then started working at the W Hotel and eventually moved up to director of operations oh. overseeing seven or eight venues, 250 employees, you know, hotel, restaurants, bars, and stuff like that.
0: Mm, so that's where you got a lot of your big picture management experience, you would say.
1: Yeah. And I mean, while a small market, uh, Santa Barbara, smaller market, Santa Barbara does, you know, has a very strong hospitality scene, really nice hotels, good restaurants, a great bar scene, you know, I think what they've done with the funk zone recently is really, is really cool. Um, And then especially, you know, during COVID, uh, opening up the patios downtown and making that uh, pedestrian only was great. But to move out to like a bigger market in here in Scottsdale and in Arizona, it's highly competitive, a lot of tourists as well. And just, you know, it's definitely eye opening. I mean, I'm just there's just a ton more people and you're busier all the time and you have super bowls and you have golf tournaments and you have like you know crazy spring training um that was where you know i really got you know if there was an mba that's where i got my mba in the hospitality and then especially working at the w hotel uh working for a working hand in hand with a major corporation like marriott and starwood and in a very um unique property High revenue, high liability, high expectations from the guests. Um, the the hotel is really where where I kind of learned and like came into my own.
0: Earlier, you mentioned the market that you had out there in Scottsdale, which had lots of opportunities and different competitors for you. So I'm just curious, why do you feel that Leg should be here? What's the connection that brought you back to actually open a restaurant out here in Santa Barbara?
1: I think... Aside from hospitality,
0: just always wanted a reason to get back here, whether
1: it was part time or full time. There have been a couple opportunities over the last decade to potentially partner up or develop a concept downtown, but really it's the opportunity that the the, sea, the new Sea Lakes space, which is the old beach site on Galita Beach, that opportunity was so unique and it was a you know competitive bidding process through the county and just the way that that opportunity presented itself and what the end result could be is a lot different than going into a downtown area of Santa Barbara or Newport Beach or Scottsdale and like finding a building, building a building, leasing a building. It, we were we're very lucky and humbled to have the opportunity, but we really are walking into a restaurant that is, you know, we're not tearing down any walls. We're not reinventing the wheel in terms of the space inside. It's going to look completely different. We're ripping everything out and new, new bar tops and new floors and stuff like that. But it's really the unique opportunity that Santa Barbara County offered when they gave up, when they gave that property an opportunity for a new tenant, that it was something we couldn't pass up.
0: Yeah. And while we're on that topic, what was the process like in actually bidding for the property?
1: It's a good question. In your, uh, out of all the interviews I've done, you're the first one to ask. My story is it was a Facebook sponsored ad for the Santa Barbara Independent that was shot onto my Facebook page. And uh, it said the beachside was closing after 37 years. And it was really, it was a very well written article and talked about the history of that operation. And then just in the bottom, in one sentence, it was like Santa Barbara County is opening up this bid for RFP, a uh, request for proposal. And I put it in a group chat with about nine other, nine other guys. And I said, does anybody want to do this? And I was like half joking. And my now partner, Omar, who we actually met in Santa Barbara, he went to UCLA, but um, we had mutual friends and he used to come up to IV a Bunch. He said, basically it was like, well, I run a similar place down in Orange County. I can, if you want to do it, I can help you. And then we just side texted and like, it, it went off from there. But the process with the county is it's a, it's a, it's basically an application. Ours was a couple hundred pages. Um, they have specific questions you need to answer. You can throw in renderings, floor plans. Uh, they ask for menus. They ask for price points. They ask for pro formas and revenue, marketing ideas. And um, they whittled it down to the final three. And then um, we were asked to speak in person uh, to the county a few months ago. And so we had half an hour, 45 minutes to kind of give our pitch and have them ask questions. And then they made a decision. And we were very lucky to, to be on top of that.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I actually had no point of reference for how that transfer of leasing actually works. So that's interesting to hear. And based on what you said, your and Omar's skills really lent themselves to you guys being the best people to get the property, I would say. Well,
1: I appreciate that. And I think the county saw that as well. But again, we are it's not lost on how big of an opportunity we think this is and the history that Beachside had and what we're trying to bring to the community, whether it's uh, Goleta locals, Santa Barbara locals, you know, tourists flying in. I mean, we're only, a, you know, a three-way away from Santa Barbara airport. Um, we're right next to the private airport and obviously we're right next to UCSB with tons of not only employees, but students as well. I, I know that at least a lot of our staff or much of our staff will come from the student base. Um, and we hope that, you know, our clientele will be students, students with their parents uh employees that get off work on their way home um we we are going to do a lot of offsite catering too so you'll be you know maybe I'll swing by your guys' office next year and we'll be uh we're going to have a large presence there i mentioned the soccer team um i can't wait to get back involved uh, as a company and support that program and the program that gave me some of the best times of my life it's really cool to sounds stupid but it's really cool to give back and like be there and like i'm sure i'll be hiring some of my friends and current peers and working with vendors that i used to work with when i was uh when i was working down there on state street
0: yeah i feel like you're really coming full circle with it since you you know got your start out here and after a few years you were able to develop yourself and now you're finally coming back to the area and enriching yourself in a community that meant so much to you
1: yeah if you see, if you saw my Facebook or Instagram post last week, it's like, it was a, it was a long and emotional one to write and I've never received a response like that before. So it was pretty cool. I will say as it relates to the UCSB and especially the student community, you know, this is going to be a, I don't know, it's not a high-end restaurant. It's going to feel, have a casual feel, but the price point of it is not exactly where every student can probably go and eat dinner there every time. We are, however, operating a concession space on the pier right across where we're we're serving like food to beachgoers and stuff like that. But we're going to have a milkshake bar there. It's going to be like a Shake Shack. We hope to partner with McConnell's out of Santa Barbara as well. And it's going to be this like maybe $20 if somebody wants to go on a date or if somebody just wants to go like watch the sunset and grab a bite. Like there's going to be this opportunity to, you know, not spend 50 bucks. You know, you can go spend like six or eight or ten and like we're, we're just going to be very like price conscious knowing if people just don't want to go have a nice dinner every night so there's going to be the opportunity to go get a milkshake go watch the sunset go walk on the beach and we really hope that like that is just a whole nother demographic maybe the milkshakes are so good that people stop off the 101 when they're driving from you know san francisco to la maybe it's uh the place when you uh before you go check into your hotel and you land at the airport you swing by as well. So we hope to offer something for a lot of different people other than you know just a really nice restaurant. Um if you're over 21 uh we will be serving um beer, wine and cocktails to go for the beach which uh we have a very unique ability to do uh based on Governor Newsom's law, and also the fact that it's one of the few beaches in California that you can um, consume alcohol on. So that'll be cool. And then we also have some plans that I can't really get into where we might want to expand the operations in that space a little bit more. And maybe you'll have me back on because that concept will be geared a little more towards the college demographic.
0: Yeah, I see. It sounds multifaceted and you know accessible to a large group of people and like different types of clientele that you're probably going to be seeing just like Beachside did that kind of ties into my next question what are some pandemic or covid related protocols that are going to be in place when the restaurant opens
1: yeah so um the the concessions I was talking about is it's it's literally like a separate like to go window and an operation that you can order from within the restaurant if for some reason we were able to serve inside we have two patios that are outside uh and then we have an outside like strip that really is ocean front and so that's almost half the restaurant you could probably fit 75 people seated on the smaller patio uh to the east and on the west side you can do about 145 seats uh and then there's about 30 seats that are ocean side so knock on wood heaven forbid we had to go to only outdoor seating we feel like that we could sustain ourselves in that in that matter. We obviously will follow every local, state, federal protocol as it relates to whether it's masks or certain types of social distancing. Again, we pray that we're heading in the direction where we can kind of get back to normal, but we have set even internal expectations where like if there still is some pandemic fallout where we have to operate at 50 or 75%, that we will be able to um, accomplish that.
0: You're definitely uh, hoping for the best, but planning for the worst, and I can see that.
1: Exactly. And I will say that, like, because there is so much open space there and you saw what the capabilities were uh, on State Street when they closed the street and everybody built their little patios out front, if we had to go to all outdoor seating, there's just a lot of space out there that we know we could still pivot and provide um, a, a a functional experience, but also a very nice experience. Uh, we're lucky to have the beach and the sunset right next to us to help with that. But um, yeah, we're ready. we're ready for anything uh, that's thrown our way for that.
0: Cool, cool. And um, from a personal standpoint, you kind of already touched on this, but I'm just wondering, what does the opening of Sea Legs mean to you?
1: It's a good question. I think if you really like hospitality, and I said this for years when I was a little younger, it's like, I just want to own a bar. Like I I was working in bars and like, I really looked up to like, especially the Santa Barbara, you know, uh, Dan Baham owns a study hall, Bob Stout, who owns Wildcat, like Wayne Trella, who owns Santa Barbara Brewing Company that was owned, for, that was open for 20 years. And they only closed one day out of 20 years during the fires a few years ago. And it's like, you see these guys operate and you think it's like, just all fun and games, and everybody's like making a ton of money. And then you realize as you get older and you have to manage the P&Ls for those, how hard it is to run a successful um, food and beverage operation. I kind of talked myself out of wanting to own a bar and at least operate one, other than doing it as kind of like my career or my job. But it means so much more when there's something personal behind it, whether it's your partner, whether it's the opportunity. I mean, when we are talking in front of the county, yes it was our 40 years of experience and like a track record but it was the ideas that we have for like how to make this place special without losing touch of what beachside did and when you put your heart and soul into something and you're like losing sleep at night and you're jotting down notes and you're coming up with a hundred ideas and maybe only 20 of them execute as a hospitality veteran all you want is people to want to come back and all you want you want them to send your friends. You want them to shoot a nice little text. And I think when you have kids and you want to, you want your kids to like go to the beach and maybe you want your kids to be a gaucho, to be able to bring them to a place like that and hold your hat on it. I mean, we're just—I I don't know. I don't know if that's the answer, the right answer, but it's—it's uh, it's going to. It's not even. It won't be relief. It'll be excitement, and it'll be like, what can we do? What can we do the next day? What can we do for graduation weekend? What can we do to put a concert a few times out there on the beach? What can we do to develop like kind of the additional space that we're talking about? How can our Shake Shack menu be better? And we just want people to share in the experience and, you know, really just send all their friends. Like we just, we want people to refer people there because that's the the best sign of a successful spot is when is word of mouth. I'll be honest, uh, aside from two people sending their resume, I haven't gotten a lot of like student or UCSB reach out yet. I don't know. I mean, I think, I can't wait to sponsor the soccer team you know they draw eight to nine thousand people at harder stadium right and so if there's a place where people can go to eat and drink before and after games we want to be that spot uh when the world cup's playing we kind of want to be it'll be a good place to like kind of watch some sports and you know our bar is going to be very fun it's not like going to be a sports bar but it's just it's just going to be a really There's a couple different areas in the restaurant too, so split up but i also can't wait to talk about you know potentially uh the space next door that we're going to develop down the road.
0: By the way, I wouldn't say there's a right answer to any question, but if there was, then that was definitely it.
1: <laughs> I appreciate Frankie.
0: To touch on a couple final things, when do you project that the restaurant is going to be opening?
1: I would say late April, but we really won't get a great timeline until probably the end of the year. So I would say late April, May is the goal and do some pre-opening stuff a few weeks in advance of graduation weekend.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Joe, thanks again. Is there anything that you wanted to add or touch on that we couldn't, that we didn't really get to?
1: No, it's emotional. There's a lot of Santa Barbara stuff, whether, you know, my kids, wife, friends, how I got my start there. Uh, We're asking for a lot of feedback from like Santa Barbara, Galita. Like there's people that, have commented on certain social media pages and emailed us already. And we're, we're engaging with everybody in the community on kind of what they want to see there. I'd love to hear from you guys. And so we're like really just like working our butt off to get it right. Listen to what people want, make sure we have everything like nailed down. And like, we we're we're excited to open our doors uh, next spring.
0: And uh, one final thing, is there anywhere where people can find out more about the restaurant or even get involved with your team?
1: absolutely um our website is uh as in santa barbara.com our instagram is sealegssb, and um our facebook is C-Legs Santa barbara but i think instagram is probably the best uh the best to um best way to connect with us and if there's anybody that wants to get involved on a bigger level you know their info at sealegsSantaBarbara.com, and you know I'll give out my cell phone and email to anybody that really wants to talk or come work for work for us. So I don't know if I'm lucky, maybe you will have me on as we're hiring. I, I we definitely want to dive into the student into kind of the student body when, once we hire, because this will provide 100 to 125 jobs uh, just for that location.
0: Thank you to Joe Dees, co-owner of Leg Santa Barbara, for talking with me about the journey that led to the creation of the new restaurant. More information about the project, as well as how to get involved, can be found on sealegs.sb.com. With KCSB News, I'm Frankie Newton.